the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And welcome to the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood with our friend Skip Vaccarello, who is here. He's in studio with me this week, and we're going to be talking about the Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast, as well as his blog and book by the same name, Finding God in Silicon Valley. Skip, thanks for being with us. Dave, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, each Monday uh, when I interview pastors, I talk about what, you know, tell us about the person behind the pulpit and interviewing somebody in marketplace ministry, more, maybe it's more, uh, you know, the man in the marketplace. Tell us about the man in the marketplace. Uh, If you don't mind, Skip, share your own testimony a bit about that and how God fine-tuned that to be looking at the areas of business. Let's talk about that this week. Sure. Well, I came to this area, to Silicon Valley, in 1979 with a company that that had uh, developed the first spreadsheet called VisiCalc. Uh, when I came spiritually, I was, quite frankly, far from God. I had grown up uh, in a church, but had walked away from it mm-hmm. uh, for the next 20 or so years. Uh, and my life had become more about my my family, my career, uh, and about business. But anyway, so that's how I, I got here. But uh, after I achieved some success, I had a sense that there was this void uh, inside me that Blaise Pascal has called the God-shaped void that's in each one, each, each one of us. Right. And when I happened to be on a business trip, I called back uh, to my wife. I was a business trip in Paris, and, and she told me that she went to church. And I said, you did what? Because <laughs> that wasn't even part of our conversation. Um, but anyway, she had gone to church. Uh, she found some peace there. And, and so I started to go with her. And for the first time, uh, it all began to make sense. Uh, you know, it resonated with me, the messages that I heard. Uh, so that in 1986, I accepted Christ as my Savior and became the most important thing in my life. And then the the as I read more and more about it, I said, okay, how do I live out that faith day to day? And my career was in business. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, I was uh, CEO of a, of a networking and communications company. And, and, and anyway, my ministry became, uh, my business became my ministry. Yeah. Uh, and I was, you know, saw it every day to figure out how can I live out my faith day to day in business. As you uh, look at the business and ministry or business as mission, I've heard that couched in different phrases. Mm-hmm. How would you place that? Do you call it a marketplace ministry or, or what's kind of the, um, uh, I guess, what's the elevator speech of, of marketplace ministry for you? Well, it's it's really a, a mission field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and to live out that faith day to day, it's one of those places in, in which we meet and get to know people who are not yet followers of Christ. So to, I, I view it as a place to really worship God, work as, a, as worship, and to live out that faith and, and reach out to people day to day by the actions and the activities uh, in work. It's a wonderful place to, for, for people to see Christ at work in the life of, of uh, a believer. Yeah, I, you know, I was just talking with another friend on a, um, an, another area of uh, saying that when the church begins to serve outside of its walls, when the when the Sunday church begins to serve outside its walls with service projects like are coming up with Lovey's Bay, for example, I say that, you know, the church churches, churches, small c, worship differently, but we all sweat the same. Mm-hmm. And the same thing could be said, it, it, what you just how you just couched it, work as worship. We work in different places, 
and yet we're worshiping the same God. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and that would, I find always in work, there are challenges every day, challenges to faith. And in that, we can you know, make decisions one way or another, but it's a, it's a wonderful place to really show or demonstrate God's presence in our life by the way we work. And, and I should also say, Dave, that, that I'm far from perfect. I, I certainly didn't do that and, and don't do it every day, but, but I know that I, I look at my work, whatever I do is, a, is really it's a platform, but as a way to glorify God in everything that I do. Amen. Well, we're going to pick it up there tomorrow and talk some more with Skip Vaccarello. You can find more about him, his blog, as well as his book, Finding God in Silicon Valley. Throw that into Google or Facebook. You can find information about also the Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast, which is coming up on April 1st. Skip, what's the website for that? Uh, that's SVPB, like Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast, SVPB. This is Dave Naderhood with you again today, and this week it's my privilege to be talking to Skip Vaccarello. He is the author of Finding God in Silicon Valley, a book and a blog by that name, and he is also the chairman of the Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast uh, committee that puts that on every year. You can find out about this year's upcoming Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast. It's on April 1st, and we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. You can find out about that at S. VPB for Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast.net. There's still some tickets available that you may be able to join us for that. Uh, Skip, welcome. Glad to have you with us on the Ministry of the Week. Dave, Dave, thanks again. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. You know, yesterday we talked a little bit about your own testimony and coming to faith and hearing how uh, once Christ became central in your life and became Savior and Lord, you really tested that out. Now, what does it mean to? to live that out, live out that faith. And you were a businessman, so you looked and suddenly the marketplace was not just a place to make money, but it was also a mission field. Uh, you mentioned the phrase work as worship yesterday, and I wonder if you could just pick it up there and share some more about how did God fine-tune that calling for you? Sure. Well, I was challenged by that because I realized that it was that, that uh, faith was not just a Sunday thing. And quite frankly, I didn't hear much from the pulpit about how to live out that faith day-to-day in business. Uh, so one thing I did is, is a group of, I got a group of men together. These are Silicon Valley business people, and we began meeting um, to discuss exactly that. How do we live out our faith day-to-day in business, in our family, and in our community? And, and that group is still meeting. It's been 25 or so years, and, and we still work with, pray with, and, and meet with each other uh, every Friday morning. But the sort of the Bible phrase, uh, the Bible verse that that characterizes that is Colossians 3.23, which says, whatever you do, work at it as if working for the Lord, not for men. And, and that inspired me to, find, to figure out how do I live out that faith day to day in business. And what I would find is almost every day there's a, there's a challenge in business in which we could go make a decision one way or another. But it, sure. business provides a wonderful platform to to demonstrate faith uh, and to and to go deeper in the faith as we face those challenges in the workplace. Interestingly, do you think as uh, as a business leader, you were CEO of a networking company? Um, for the person who's uh, cleaning the restrooms versus the CEO, do you think that the statement you just made is true at any level in business? Oh, absolutely, at yeah. any level. Uh, you know, to work at it hard. I mean, what, what what we would hope to do is to have people recognize us as as people that are different, different in the way we go about our work. You know, we work at it very hard, uh, but at the same time, there is a uh, a sense of 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 wanting to um, 
demonstrate who we are to be sincere in the way we work with people. Right. Uh, and we can stand out. We can let our character show. You know, one of the, the, the key things with character, I believe, is integrity mm-hmm. and truth. Mm-hmm. And, and again, in business, there, there's sometimes the, there, is, there are challenges to compromise the truth. But That's people right. of, uh, of integrity, uh, if you demonstrate integrity, you can, you can really uh, set yourself apart uh, from other people in the workplace. Uh, so let's kind of pick that up tomorrow. I want to talk some more about how you see that working its way into the uh, sort of the fabric and, and to offer a challenge to our business people who are listening. Maybe they're on their drive home from their office place and they're like, man, I just don't see God anywhere in my in my business or I don't, you know, I've, I've maybe I've fallen so flat on my face on that integrity issue, mm-hmm. uh, but I want to be a Christian. I really, we would encourage you today, if you're listening, you know, God is a God of second, third, and fourth chances on this, and he really wants you to be a person of integrity, a businesswoman, businessman, who uh, takes their work very, very seriously. So uh, join us again tomorrow, will you, Skip? Yes, pleasure to. All Look right. forward to it. We'll have uh, more tomorrow with Skip Vaccarello. You can find out more about the upcoming prayer breakfast, Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast, at svpb.net, and you can find out more about Skip and his book at Finding God in Silicon Valley. This is Dave Naderhood, and happy Friday to everybody. I hope that you're looking forward to your weekend. This week we've been talking about how it's not just the weekends that are designed for worship. Actually, all week long can be worship at work. I'm here with Skip Vaccarello from Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast and author of the book Finding God in Silicon Valley and the blog by that same name. Welcome back, Skip. Thank you. Good to be here. The upcoming prayer breakfast is uh, really exciting. That's coming up uh, next week, April 1st. Yeah, it's on April 1st, April Fool's Day, so you can't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two keynote speakers, Henry Kastner, is, uh, is a founder of Sovereign's Capital, a venture firm investing in Christian-based uh, businesses, and Connie Segreto, uh, a marketing executive at Deloitte who has a, a passion for reaching people that are disadvantaged. Excellent. Uh, please head over to the website SVPB for Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast.net to find out if you can still get a ticket for that. And uh, Skip, usually on Fridays, I just ask our audience whatever they're doing right now, uh, just to pause and pray and just pray for Skip, pray for his family, pray for his ministry, uh, pray that some of these business people who have been invited to mm-hmm. the prayer breakfast, that they would be touched by the story of faith that they hear and be drawn closer to Jesus. Uh, how else can we be praying? Well, sure. Well, thank you. Yeah, I would say that that would be the main prayer. We, we run the Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast as, as an outreach and challenge believers to invite their non-believing friends, co-workers, neighbors, and so on. So my main prayer request uh, would be that the people that are invited accept the invitation. And at the event, that God really touches their heart. Our whole goal is to open up conversations about faith. Uh, between a believer and someone who's not yet a believer. So so my main prayer re- request to your listeners would be to pray for the event. Of course, the logistics that it all works out. We'll, we'll expect to have maybe as many as 800 people um, at the event. We expect it to be sold out. But to pray that those people that come, especially those not yet believers, really find Jesus You know, in, in the process. It's a very comfortable event to invite people who are not yet believers. We put no one on the spot, but they're going to hear, hear great stories mm. about how God has touched the people that are speaking. Uh, so that would be my, my main prayer request. And, you know, the reason I chair this and the reason that I, that I write, wrote the book, uh, Finding God in Silicon Valley, and the blog is, is to see some transformation in Silicon Valley. When I started with the book, I got the idea 
20 years ago. And at that point, it was simply just power of storytelling and to tell the story of leaders in Silicon Valley that, that people who are not yet believers might say, wow, I should consider this. Mm-hmm. But in the last few years, you know, something's really happened in this area. There's a, there's a truly a movement of God. We see churches that are growing, new churches that are, that are being planted. Uh, the, the prayer breakfast certainly has, has gained some traction. And we see transforming the Bay with Christ. Mm. Uh, the brainchild of Pat Gelsinger getting together with some of his business friends, nonprofit leaders, pastoral leaders, to facilitate the planning of churches, to serve the valley, and to unify the Christian community. And it's a wonderful challenge that we all have as believers, you know, to have Silicon Valley that's known as a place around the world as a place right. of technology, innovation, wealth creation. Well, what if it were also known as a place of God? The world would take notice. And that's the challenge I think that we all have uh, as followers of Christ in our little c- community that we all have of, uh, of people that we know. Amen. Is we can make a difference, not just in, Silicon, in the lives of our people in the Silicon Valley, but the world, because the world will take notice. Amen to that. And that challenges to each of you listening that it, I mean, God is present already in Silicon Valley. We know that. We affirm it. We believe it. But if God's going to uh, show up and show forth in the lives of people, uh, that's you. That's your call. That, that, thank you, Skip, very much for that challenge, because it really is then our responsibility to let our light so shine that others will see our good works and yes. see the, the work that we're doing and not just the worship work that we do on Sunday, but the work we do all week long, faith at work. Uh, find out more about the prayer breakfast coming up next week, April 1st, at SVPB for Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast.net. We'll have a message from one of the past speakers of the Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast this Sunday at 12 noon on the Ministry of the Week Sunday message. Thanks for being with us this week, Skip. Great. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. God bless everybody. Have a great weekend. Grace and peace to you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.